Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Gorecom, in which we speak to small cap management about important press releases at their company. With us today, happy to have him back, Richard Sindrick. He's managing director at Primo uh, Nutraceuticals, trades on the CSC under the stock symbol PRMO, and for our friends in the U.S. under BUGVF. Now, for those of you new to the story, there's been a lot going on, a lot of repositioning going on at the company. Uh, basically, a couple of things are happening there. They're, they're funding the rapid growth and production process, retail and branding of cannabis and non-cannabis natural health products. Non-cannabis being important for this, uh, for this purpose. They've invested in several brands. They're pursuing partnerships with retailers, distribution companies in Canada and the U.S. they got a spin out that's coming. They've got their MDEL, that's their medical device establishment license. And that's important because the press release, the main press release we're talking about today is that Primo signs an MOU for the exclusive rights to sell the rapid, a rapid COVID-19 test kits in Canada. Uh, these are the colloidal gold method. Richard, welcome back, man. Hey, thanks for having me. Great intro. Hey. I'll buy that. I'll buy that. <laughs> uh, well, look, hey, um, the, look, uh, the first thing people people think about when they see something like this is saying, oh, no, somebody else trying to get into the COVID-19 space. But this Neonostics rapid test kit is currently registered with the uh, with the FDA. Uh, it's got its CE declaration uh, with with the European community as an or and is, has already been operating in China. So before we get into the details of the deal, what is it? What do these mean exactly? And why is that important in establishing the credibility of you guys bringing in and have the exclusive rights to this test? Well, the, the first thing that, that we did that brings credibility to us is establishing and getting our medical devices license and our procurement number from Health Canada. So we could go ahead and, and actually import and, and submit products like this to Health Canada for approval. So that's the first step. I mean, a lot of companies are like, hey, I, I got this test kit. We're going to be selling it through the U.S. Uh, with the FD, through the FDA approval and so forth. We're not, we're not even talking about that. We have to be approved first by getting a medical devices license before Health Canada will even look at us. So that medical devices license allows us to import and ship uh, gloves, M95 masks, nitrate gloves, gowns, uh, testing kits, and right. respirators. So, yeah, it's not like it's not like I can go sign up for this. There's a no, you know, there's you, a you, credibility you, behind it. License first, and what allowed us to get the medical devices license is because we had our natural health product number from Health Canada, which was issued before the medical devices license. So there was a trail here leading up to this, and it had everything to do with capitalizing on the um, on the medical devices license industry, given this, you know, sadly to say, this pandemic that is is happening. But this is our way of trying to help out and and bring these testing kits to fruition. So this particular testing kit was used in during the largest outbreak in China back in uh, February. So this test kit has been used by the CDC. Uh, it was basically donated to hospitals. The CDC. It, you distributed in the mostly severely infected areas and it already comes with clinical trials. So the uh, Health Canada is going to be requesting any company that is submitting a test kit to have clinical trials. And there's probably about 10 to 15, maybe 20 of them who have submitted a, a similar test kit or a test kit, but not like this because these clinical trials have already been completed almost a year ago where other companies right. have submitted 
application are in the midst of clinical trials. So we feel that we're, we're going to be uh, pushed to the top of the line only because clinical trials have already been completed. And it's not like Canada's the guinea pig because it's sold in other countries already right now. Uh, why don't you name those off and let's talk about what that means. Yeah, at present, Iran, Italy, and the United States and other red zone uh, countries are, are already using it. And obviously coming out of China, uh, who seem to be the leader in, in providing uh, direction on how to how to uh, combat this COVID COVID nineteen pandemic is is relevant. Other companies are actually in the U.S. You know, have come up with the product, developed it in the U.S., and now they're in clinical trial phase. Right. So again, they're behind we're behind you. They're, they're behind you technically because this product uh, already has the clinical trials ready to go. That's right. That's right. Clinical so trials. Have so part of this is uh, you need to get product license and approved by Health Canada. And at that point, you'll have official dealer distribution, distributor status with, with your Chinese partner. Um, you've got the MDEL. We know that. So that puts you, like you said, probably near the top. Do you have an ETA for how long it might take to get this approval by Health Canada? And, and you know, devil's advocate... Even what's the probability? It was 50-50 is a very high degree of probability. What are you guys seeing? Because investors in the world don't know, you know, if these things are getting approved and at what rate. Okay, so from what we've been made aware of is that there's been one test kit approved so far uh, in Canada. And the reason why we, and we should be hearing back anywhere from 15 to 25 days as to if we've been approved. And the reason why we feel that we would be ahead of the line is given our clinical trials uh, uh, right. you know, that we've already attained those objectives of, of having clinical trials. Wh so when did you guys submit? When did you guys submit to Health Canada? Last week. It was uh, a couple of days after we announced the PR. All right. So you're talking about Friday. All right. So October 23rd. So you're talking, uh, uh, let's say even a worst case scenario, 25 days, you're talking about November 20th, give or take, uh, mid by the time, in a worst case scenario. Yeah, mid-November, we should know if we have or haven't gotten it. I really don't see why we wouldn't get it if we are past clinical trial phase, but sure. you never know. And it's a high, I would say maybe 90, 80, 90% probability that we might get it because that's what I'm being told. What's slowing down these companies is that they don't have their clinical trials completed. Right, right. And you guys have got them. It's been used in the field. It's already in use in Iran, in Italy, in the U.S. Those are pretty big hot zones. So I got to figure, you know, Health Canada is not going to have a problem if they're already being used there. Richard, let's assume you guys get it, okay, for a second. Half the yeah. battle is getting a license like this. Uh, you know, getting get, you know, getting approval, getting a partnership. The fact that you guys are, are, are teaming up with this MOU, uh, with, with the company is great. Um, Neonostics, you get it. It's all ready to go. Ha the other half of the battle is how do you make money from it? So what I mean by that is if you can answer, what's the marketing plan? How do you get this out there? What are the price points? You know, what do the numbers look like? Because um, you guys, I'm sure before you came down this path, have probably run some numbers. Maybe you can give us an idea of what you guys are looking at. Okay, so numbers wise, we have, like, like I said, we'd be the, the uh, product license and distributor official dealer in Canada. There's 500,000 units put aside for us. Uh, the numbers are pretty 
big if we're talking about $50 or $25 to $50 per, per uh, unit. Um, you know, we're, we're in the $25 million range, right? So around there, and I mean, the margins are yet to be discovered, but gross income that we'd be sharing with Neonostics is in the 20, you know, north of $20 million range for all of them sold, right? Are you That's planning to be more B2B where you're going to have this and you're going to go out to no, that's B2C our, or both? I think right away what we'll do is contact um, the distributors that are already, you know, in that, in that uh, framework, as well as bring on people to uh, do the B2B. I mean, we've got, we've got actually an ad on uh, Indeed for uh, uh, these, these types of positions to be filled. And we're doing a financing at 10 cents for a half a million dollars to basically be able to follow through with getting these products overboard over, over to our shores and then distributed effectively. So we'll be doing a combination of both. We'll, we'll let the uh, distributors know that we've got this product for sale as well as lead, let the large uh, institutions like airports, schools, and uh, government procurement agents know that we've got this test kit available and approved by Health Canada. Have you and started also, to reach? Have you started to reach out to them just to kind of you know prep them actually, just in case? Yeah, actually, in the approval process, there was a a section there that basically would let all the procurement agents know that we've been a, that this particular product has been approved by Health Canada. All right, all right. So uh, you know, you, what's the feedback you're kind of seeing? I'm curious. You know, are people saying, "Hey, guys, once you get this, we'll we'll definitely want to be taking orders," or what are you what are you seeing? Yeah. We're, we're talking uh, specifically to uh, schools as well as hospitals, and we're basically getting quoted uh, 50,000, we're looking for quotes on 50,000 products at a time. That's so far been our largest uh, request for proposal was 50,000 units. So 10% of what our, what our uh, actual inventory would be. So I think this thing is going to fly off the shelves. Like one mining company alone would, would be interested in, uh, 50,000 units because these units are disposable, right? It's similar to uh, a pregnancy test. You, you, right. It pricks, pricks you on the finger, draws a little bit of blood, and within a couple of minutes, you're you're aware of what uh, whether you have it or not. And there's a video on uh, linked to the press release if you go to Stockhouse that uh, shows you how the product works, and that's available for everybody to see. And it was the second to last press release.
Uh, you do got to prick your finger to, to draw a little bit of blood, but that probably, sorry. And one thing to add, George, is that further back, anticipating this, we hired a, a gentleman by the name of Dan Duquette, who's an XMLB executive and entered the PPE space uh, a little bit sooner than we did, but given his contacts with like, you know, individuals that are in uh, government positions, you know, he's going to be, uh, he's an example of the kind of people that were looking to join the team to help get rid of this test kit or pr promote the test kit. Um, all right. So let's sit back on that. That's a great overview and let's wait for mid November to see uh, where hopefully you get that uh, first as a Canadian, I hope you get that because as a citizen it would be great to know, look, I've got family, I've got friends and, you know, in, in Ontario, their backlog two or three weeks almost doesn't matter if you get a, if you get a result now, if it's, if you find out you're positive, but the test was two weeks ago, you've probably spread it to a thousand people anyways. Uh, so it'd be great to have, it'd be great to know that these, uh, these will be available. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then secondly, as a shareholder, Hey, absolutely. Right. It'd be, you know, be good. so let's wait till mid November, have our fingers crossed that that happens for both citizens and for shareholders. Uh, the other piece of news I want to talk about is, Hey, if you're a primo, shareholder today, or if you think of become a premium shareholder, you're going to get a share in Mariana. Uh, you know, why don't we talk about that and tell us where it's at? Yeah, for sure. So back on April 29th, we signed a definitive agreement to help uh, assist Beauty Kitchen really is the company. Mariana is the, the, the new co that is going to be going public but eventually representing uh, Beauty Kitchen. So yeah, you know, we started that on April 29th and at the same time, uh, Joel, who's one of our directors, was the, is the CEO of Mariani. He's been working diligently and so have we have pushing this through. So it was issued, we put out a press release uh, actually yesterday uh, that it retained a transfer agent and has secured its QSIP and ISN number. So that shows that we are very close to this thing trading. I think it'll be trading uh, mid to end Jan uh, of January, but you know there's no reason to wait. So yeah, basically the ratio would be for every share that you own in Primo, you will get a free share of uh, of uh, Mariana Corp. And 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 that's not and that's saying something because Primo's got a pretty tight share structure, right? Yeah, we've only got uh, right now we've got 10.5 million shares outstanding up until January. Uh, where we'll have a total of about 23, call it 24 million shares out by uh, mid-January. So yeah, in the meantime, you know, if we do get this this uh, approval, and with only 10 million, 10 million shares outstanding and six million in the float, I've seen companies with those types of ratios uh, get into the 10, you know, multiples of tens, five to ten points, right? So this is uh, no time to wait on when you're thinking about getting into a stock that's only got. 10 million shares and is trading at 12 cents. Yeah, that, that, yeah, that's fantastic. And tell us a little bit about the about the business that's going to be underlying, you know, the Mariana. Well, yeah, the the underlying business of Mariana again is Beauty Kitchen. So Beauty Kitchen is a business that has been around since 2014. She uh, was basically became popular by by uh, live streaming uh, videos where she was taking products that you'd find in your your ca kitchen cabinet and make uh you know any type of cosmetics lipsticks and so forth beauty products in general and it took off so she's developed a line of, of products mariana corp and beauty kitchen and mariana's objective is to add the cd cbd component to uh, beauty kitchen's product line 
but you know that doesn't stop the company from possibly doing a a uh, you know a small takeover of uh, beauty kitchens existing uh, revenue shares so that's something to look at so it's really you know when you talk about mariana natural corp it's the subsidiary of beauty kitchen and beauty kitchen is all over the internet for products and so forth so and will it be all of beauty kitchen's business that's brought into the public company or, I, or the or a jv uh, no, I believe, uh, you know, over a period of time, Mariana could possibly become Beauty Kitchen or vice versa. Beauty Kitchen will end up being the pubco of, uh, with, depending on how much, what percentage is acquired. But similar to what we did with, um, with Thrive Wellness, uh, 39%, you know, interest is probably something that Mariana might, as, might do as well in Beauty Kitchen. Yeah, at some point, it'd be great what we do is uh, maybe after November 15th is... Uh, you know, just do a corporate update that really lays out each one of these because you guys are, you know, you're kind of funding these companies, you're investing in several brands, partnerships would be great to have because, you know, the, the, after, after Primo went through some good restructuring, uh, it's really starting to set itself up for a winning, you know, a winning structure for 2021. It'd be great. We, to we agree with that. I mean, that was the reason for the name change. So we can capitalize on not only the THC and CBD market, but the natural health market. And it just opens up a wide variety of options that we have. And even prior to uh, this um, uh, acquisition of the, uh, or MOU, we announced a, two press releases to do with the mushroom market. You'll see that David Noshad is an individual that has, was granted the uh, ability to um, do research on genotyping and chemotyping of CBD products. So now he's going to come on board with us and do the same type of of research for the mushroom space. And hopefully, you know, we could be one of the companies that gets the second uh, micro dosing license. So because we're a nutraceutical company, it's allowed us to do that. And our short-term objective right. is, is, the C, is the PPE space. And our long-term objective is, you know, sticking to the natural nutraceutical space and, you know, developing the, this IP through uh, the psilocybin with David Noshad as well as, you know, with a, a lot of uh, these marijuana companies, you can get, get into a project on pennies of the dollar, pennies on the dollar. And we're looking at farms right now, which could in, encompass our THC line, CBD line, mushroom line, and continue on with the PPE uh, as a nutraceutical company, right? Well, it's great that you got initiatives for both the short term, uh, like this MOU for the rights of the uh, COVID-19 rapid test, um, medium term, you know, like Mariana and, and the long term through what you're doing with the R and D into psilocybins and, and, and the psychedelic side. I think that's a great combination for a small cap company. Well, you know what? Another thing is too, it was pretty critical changing the name to Primo and becoming a nutraceutical company because we're getting contact from, uh, in the U S wanting to piggyback and doing similar, what we are doing with Mariana. So once we get Mariana through the goal line, we're going to be doing a lot more spinouts because we've successfully done one and we know what to do. Because you'll, you'll, you and I both know a lot of companies announce they're doing a spinout and a lot of them don't even come through. So we want to get this one through the finish line, show that we're a company that actually does what they say that they're going to do and, uh, and, and continue on with identifying you know, nutraceutical brands that can fall under the Primo um, umbrella. And Primo is a terrific branding name when you consider CBD sure. space because what do you ask for when you're looking for a, a, a 
quality product, you ask if it's primo. Give me the primo stuff, baby. Give me the primo stuff, baby. No, it's great to know. And look, that have that to, to know that you got that as a shareholder that I am and a shareholder people are watching that you're going to get a one for a one for one spin out. That's just almost too good to give up. Right. Oh, no. Sure. And, and, and again, we just announced that they've secured the transfer agent because they've received their QCIP and ISN number. Nothing says that we are anticipating trading our common shares swiftly in the future than that. So we're yeah, right yeah, around. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, still has to happen. Look, yeah. for the COVID-19 test, still got to get the Health Canada. Uh, for the spin out, that's got to happen. But the fact that they're both on track and they're both backed up, like really fundamentally, you're not just taking shots in the dark here, which is great. I'll, I'll be honest with you. Mariana Corp would be trading by now. Uh, but we've been, you know, the rollback, cause, you know, caused the delay. And all we're waiting on is basically calling our AGM which is we're weeks away from that. Once that happens, you know, we're, we're basically at the goal line with the uh, spin out. Setting up for a great 2021, man. Setting up Better for a great 2021. It's great to see that you guys came through some turbulence earlier in the year. And now, you know, you're really getting the ship going the right direction and can't wait to have you back, Richard. Yeah. Thanks, George. I appreciate your guys' support. And uh, again, remember we're, uh, we're doing a financing here at 10 cents. So if any of your uh, people are interested I'm sure they can contact us on the website or uh, or reach us any by email. Yep. Hey, great story. And if I am assuming if you're in the private placement, it also means that you're going to get, you know, that that share in Mariana, right off. You know, not guaranteed. Oh, you're, it looks like you're that. actually you're actually securing your your share in Mariana because uh, because yeah, you're you're participating in the PP. That that is a guaranteed. If you if you participate in the PP, you secured your position in Mariana. Richard, let's have you back mid-November, man. Hopefully some good news on uh, around around mid-November on Health Can approved for the uh, for the rapid COVID-19 test because I think that'll be a big underpinning to the company to have that product in hand and start generating some real revenue uh, from, from a product that's really hotly in demand right now. Yes, sir. Looking forward to it. Looking forward. You've been watching, or if you listen by podcast, to Richard Sindrick. He's Managing Director of Primo. Nutraceuticals trades on the CSC under the stock symbol PRMO. Fantastic name. It's the Primo name. And uh, look, if you want more information to get kind of caught up in the story, because you're probably discovering again, the company had to go through some restructuring, but did a great job of pivoting, you know, seeing more problems in the market, pivoting out and, and really doing some great things now, as you heard from Richard. So get to Agora, get to Agoracom, start your research, then get over the Primo site do more research there and hopefully discovered your next great small cap company. Thanks for joining us, everyone. Have a fantastic day. See you next time.